Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, die Bundesliga-Podcast. Das ist die Champions League Reaction Pod. I'm Manu Feit. Here's Stefan Bienkowski. Stefan, how's it going? Yeah, very, very well. Uh, two wins out of two for German teams so far in Europe, so cannot complain. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, enjoying the skiing. Been watching the game. Been staying up late. Um, watching the game with my dad. He says hi. He's lying in the bed over there reading something. Probably the <laughs> paper. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's been a good uh, few days skiing, but um, yeah, I enjoyed the game as well. I thought both those games were really quite fascinating, and it's interesting that we had the same scoreline twice. It is, yeah. It's actually been quite a low-scoring Champions League week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, mm -hmm. Even the Benfica Club Bruges game waited till the second half just to uh, get going. Um, and yeah, it was because... I mean, if we just kind of jump straight into this Dortmund game, it was a match that I think could yeah. easily finish like 5-4, really, to either mm -hmm. side. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think I tweeted that too, that how is a game where both teams are so bad at defending <laughs> only 1-0? Um, I, think, I think it's quite clear what the difference was in this one. And um, I think, although Dortmund we're quite lucky in a couple of situations. Gregor Kubel, Stefan, what a tremendous performance. Um, it's not just the stops that he made, but every single corner that came in, every single cross that came in, the guy had magnets in his gloves. Mm. I, th I just thought it was one of the best goalkeeping performances I have seen in recent months. Um, I think it was actually pretty much perfect. Yeah, I saw your tweet saying you should be man of the match, and I probably agree with you, to be honest. You know, Not just because he made that big save at the very end, but mm. just because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to gauge how Dortmund fans think about this, and obviously if you're a Dortmund fan, uh, obviously you're a subscriber, let us know what you think in the comments to this, because I have seen some grumbling about uh, Cobell from time to time. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure why, but... I mean, I th I've I've kind of always thought he was a good player for them. Um, I thought he was a good signing for them in the first place. And, I, I, you know, following that, again, maybe it's just because he made that save like in the final minutes of the game and maybe that was what was fresh mm. in my mind. But it did kind of make me think that, you know, he comes up with these big saves so often this season that... Yeah. You know, you don't really want to see like a goalkeeping save the same as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a goal, but... It can have the same sort of galvanizing effect on a team, I think, and just to have a player like that between the posts must make such a difference to Dortmund than, you know, a few years ago. I mean, obviously, every Dortmund fan knows that that team has just been um, so held back by goalkeepers, really, ever since mm. Weidenfeller left, and, you know... 
obviously Robin Burke is the main culprit in that regard, but it's such an overlooked position that, in in the sense that, you know, you can have a player like Burkey who, nine out of ten times is perfectly fine, but if the if you if you if you trade that for what is now perhaps one of the best players in Dortmund's team, it completely mm. kind of flips the kind of almost the the nature of that team and the kind of gravitational centre of that team, and. I think this game against Chelsea was a perfect example of that extra gear that Dortmund have. You know, going into this game, we yep. spent so much time talking about how, you know, Dortmund have this great attack and how Terzic can bring on Bayern Gittins or Gio Reyna uh, or, you know, Anthony Modeste came on, doesn't even use Daniel Malin anymore because he's got so much attacking talent. Mm. But this actually felt like a game in which that defence was really put to the test. And while I'm not sure that everyone played particularly well, uh, I thought Cobell was in particular outstanding. And I just think that kind of performance is just as important as, you know, Adeyemi running off and scoring a goal. Mm, Yeah, I just retweeted it um, because I did write an article about Bayern Munich, of course, are trying to do everything. Um, It seems to get Gregor Kobel at one point, right? They even hired his favorite goalkeeping coach now. Um, and Goal Impact, the company that it's sort of like a plus-minus um, statistic that they use, right? To, to, to sort of show the impact of their Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts. Yes.